It's time to go under the hood with the Indy Fuel. It's the 2022-23 edition of the Under the Hood podcast with the Indy Fuel. After taking a summer hiatus, we're back on the podcast and looking forward to bringing you regular Indy Fuel content throughout the year. I am Andrew Smith, the broadcast voice of the Fuel. Year 9 for the Indy Fuel franchise has commenced and the Fuel have started the year 2-0 and with two very impressive division wins, knocking off Fort Wayne 7-5 last Friday night and then going up on the road and defeating a rested Kalamazoo team 5-3 to on Saturday evening. And two games down, 70 to go for a Duncan Del Mayo squad this year, but a very good start for the Fuel having two wins and four points in the bank to start the season and two very impressive wins as well. One thing we said before the game is really like the Fuels forward group. Feel like this group is deep with a lot of secondary scoring with three lines that can put the puck in the net. And boy, they proved that in the first two games, scoring 12 goals in those two contests. And they can, at the moment, put a lot of pucks in the back of the net. That has allowed a fairly young defensive group to work its way in and get its pro hockey legs under it a little bit and get used to the speed, the physicality of the game. And it's been a really solid start for the fuel. And hopefully it continues as we really roll into the latter stages of October into the month of November. And the season really begins to get going. Glad you have joined us for another year. Of course, season tickets available. You can Contact the Indy Fuel at 317-925-FUEL or visit IndyFuelHockey.com to get your full or partial season plans and not miss a minute of the action in the 2022-23 season at the 70 games we have remaining and the 35 home games as well at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. And this team, as we looked on paper coming in, there was a lot to like about it. 13 players on the roster back from last season. Some key additions as well, probably most notably Alex Weidman being brought in after playing three seasons in Europe and coming back after playing two years with the Fuel from 2016 to 18. And a really good feeling around the team as they finished the year 11-6 and six after Duncan Dalmeo took over as head coach. And the players made it very clear to management in that time that they really liked playing for Duncan. They were playing for him, and they felt like this is the guy we want to play for. And Duncan was made the permanent head coach and has taken over uh, building the team this summer. A lot of familiar faces. 13 returning players on the opening night roster, and there were a couple also in training camp that were with the Fuel last season, and they're back in the Southern Professional Hockey League where they were standout players and Tanner Butler and Andrew Blount. We might see those guys later on as well as attrition and injuries and call-ups tend to take hold. Those guys have gotten a taste, and we saw that last year with Griff Jeska. He was in camp with the Fuel, went to the Southern Professional League, came back up, and stuck with the team for a good chunk of the rest of the season and really contributed well for the Fuel. And we will probably see that again this season but I really like the roster Duncan Dalmeo has put together. It's very deep. It has a lot of offense. Young defensive players mixed in with some of the veterans like uh, Keone Takshera and Kirill Chaika. And 
hard to believe Chris Cameron's just in his second year with the team, but it feels like he has been a mainstay as well. And so we see as well guys like Andrew Parrott and Coltrane Wilson, a couple of guys on Rockford Icehawks contracts joining the team and providing a lot of skill on the back end as they are in, especially in the case of Andrew Parrott getting used to pro hockey. He made his pro hockey debut on Friday night. Oh, by the way, had an assist in that game as well. And if that name sounds familiar, it's because his father, Nathan played a couple of seasons with the ice from 1997 to 99, scored a big playoff goal against the Cincinnati Cyclones in the 1999 playoffs, helping the ice to a playoff series victory. And uh, that, opening round series against Cincinnati in their final season in the International Hockey League. So enough nostalgia. Let's look at this year's team. And before the opening game, the Fuel named their captains, Keone Teixeira, back for his second season as the captain of the Indy Fuel. And Keone, just an outstanding defenseman, a guy who is really well-liked in the locker room. And he'll be leading the leadership team again. Riley McKay, Seamus Malone, as well as Jan Mondot, and Chris Cameron, the other four alternate captains. Two of those guys will wear the A's and they'll rotate essentially home and away. Who wears the A on their sweater? And a very, very good leadership group for this Fuel squad. And as you would expect with a lot of guys who have played professional hockey, there's a lot of really solid players to choose from and a good chunk of the players on this team. We talked to Duncan Dalmeo before the year about this war season A's either in junior or in college. And so they're really good leaders, really good men. Also a quick bit of news. Congratulations to Alex Weidman. He was named the ECHL's player of the week for his performance in the opening weekend of the season, two goals, five assists, Seven points in two games to open up the year. Welcome back to the ECHL and welcome back to Indy. Alex Weidman, who is not just in his second stint with the Fuel, he's also in his third stint in Indy as he also played junior hockey with the Indiana Ice before going to Miami of Ohio, playing professionally and eventually matriculating back to Indy, going over to Europe for three seasons and then coming back here with the Fuel. Taking a look at the upcoming schedule, the Fuel will be on the road this coming weekend as we record this. On Saturday, October 29th, they will be in Reading for a 7 o'clock face-off. The two teams face again Sunday at 3 p.m. And then the Fuel will return home next weekend for a couple of really special nights. Friday, November 4th, against the Iowa Heartlanders. It's Military Appreciation Night and... Always one of the more fun promotions that we have. We'll have tributes to the military and military personnel for serving our country throughout the night. The Indiana Army National Guard will be in attendance. And if you donate at least $5 to the Fox 59 Pack the Pantries, you will receive an exclusive military scarf. That's Friday, November 4th against Iowa. And then on Saturday, November 5th, the Kalamazoo Wings come to town and it's USAC Racing Night and Turn Back the Clock Night, a dual promotion. It's going to be a fun evening as it's the night before we go back to standard time. So we're going to turn the clocks back on Saturday night. But before then, we will see the Fuel take on the 
Kalamazoo Wings wearing Indianapolis Racers throwback jerseys. The turn back the clock part. And we'll bring in our friends from the United States Auto Club. Several drivers, cars on hand as well to check out and enjoy USAC Racing Night and turn back the clock night. You can get your tickets for those in all of our upcoming home games at all Ticketmaster outlets, or you can call the Indy Fuel office at 317-925-FUEL and find out more about ticket deals for those games, as well as the rest of our upcoming schedule. The Fuel, as we mentioned, opened the season on Friday night against the rivals from the northeastern part of the state, the Fort Wayne Comets, and it was a wild game, as Fuel Comets games often are. Indy wins that game 7-5, to over Fort Wayne to start the year 1-0. and oh. Mitchell Weeks getting the start for the Fuel, and he made 21 saves in the Indy net. The Fuel fell behind early after a power play goal by Fort Wayne, but Alex Weidman, with five minutes to go in the opening period, tied it up on this feed from Chad Yetman. He'll start the breakout with Oliver Cooper for checking. Holster up the near side. Long stretch feed into the zone. Alex Weidman scores! Feed to Chad Getman at the line, and he deftly fed Alex Weidman on the right side. An area pass. Weidman was able to skate onto it, step into one, and put it right under the bar. Welcome back to Indy. Alex Weidman, we're tied at one. That set off a really wild sequence. Fort Wayne scored 29 seconds later. Drake Rimshaw gave the comments the lead. But then just 15 seconds after that, Brian Lemos tied the game up again. Fuel with possession. Backer across. Shot gets through. Score! Brian Lemos! A bit of a broken play as Backer sent it across to pair out at the right point. His pass... Got through a ton of bodies to Lemos in the left wing circle. And he roofs it past Fanti and we're tied again at two. Then with the fuel on a power play, Chad Getman gave Indy the lead at 1631 of the first period. Just a minute and two seconds after Lemos's goal, we had four goals scored between the two teams. Three by the fuel in less than two minutes of playing time. Now left half wall. Alex Weidman brings it further down. Banks it up to Yetman. Yetman shoots, scores through traffic. Chad Yetman with a power play goal from the left point gives the Fuel a 3-2 lead. Yetman just held the puck at the point. Waited for the traffic to form. And fired a wrister past Fanti and into the net. Weidman drew the penalty killers low, and there was all kinds of traffic in front. Fancy had to look through three bodies. In the second period, Jan Mondot on the power play extended the lead to 4-2 with this goal. Watson plays it up the boards for Texera back to Spencer. A little further along, Seamus Malone behind the net. Malone over to Mondot in the left wing circle. One-timer score! Jan Mondot from Seamus Malone with two seconds to go in the power play. And the Fuel lead it 4-2. to two. Good work below the dots. By the Fuel and Seamus Malone wins the puck. Below the goal line, pops out the left side and feeds Mondot for a quick 
catch and release. Matthew Bowden's brought Fort Wayne within a goal a couple of minutes later. And that's where we stood going into the third, Indy leading 4-3. to three. It looked like the Comets were poised to tie the game as they had the fuel hemmed in their own zone for well over a minute early in the period as they continued to cycle the puck, change guys out one by one off the bench, and the fuel had a lot of tired guys out there. It almost looked like a power play for Fort Wayne, but Mitchell Weeks was able to make a couple of big saves. And then Alex Weidman forced a turnover at the line and sprung this two-on-one with Chad Yetman that, to me, was the biggest moment in the game. Hitting uh, Bowden's coming off the bench behind the net. Tired players out there for the fuel. Bowden's turns the goal. Back up center point. Loses possession. Alex Weidman with it. Weidman two-on-one across the line. Weidman feeds it across. Shot score! Chad Yetman! From Alex Weidman, the fuel capitalized on a two-on-one after being hemmed in their own zone for over a minute. They force the turnover. Weidman brings it in up the left side, feeds it across. Yetman hammers it home, and the fuel are back up two. At 9.44 of the third, Jan Mondot had a look-what-I-found goal as he took this feed from Keone Takshera and gave the fuel a three-goal advantage. Reverses it around. Mondot headmans to Howarth. Tips it out to neutral ice as he had Bowden's on top of him. And now Texera picks it off. Tried to feed it across from Mondot. Batted into the air. Comes to Mondot. Bottom of the circle. He scores! What a goal! Jan Mondot! Just found a airborne pocket. Dropped just at the inside of the right wing circle. And Mondot collected. Backhanded it. Past Fenty in the fuel lead at 6-3. to three. It's Jan's second goal of the night. Brian Lemos would later add an empty netter to give the Fuel a 7-4 lead before a late power play goal drew Fort Wayne within 7-5. Ever since that Yetman goal, the Fuel had at least a two-goal lead, and it was a big night for a lot of different players. Chad Yetman had two goals and an assist. Brian Lemos and Jan Mondot, a pair of goals each. Alex Weidman, a goal and two assists. And Mitchell Holscher making his Fuel debut after being assigned by the Springfield Thunderbirds earlier in the week, had a pair of assists as well as the line of Holscher, Weidman, and Yetman was just electric and really gives the fuel two outstanding scoring lines. And then you can put Riley McKay and Seamus Malone together with Chase Lang, and that gives them a tremendous grinded outline as well. So the fuel win opening night, 7-5 over Fort Wayne. And then they headed up to Kalamazoo on Saturday, and the power play was clicking on Saturday, going 4-for-6 in a 5-3 to three victory over the K-Wings. Again, the Fuel surrendered the first goal in the power play as old friend Matty Acapelli scored five minutes into the game. But Alex Weidman and Cal Howarth scored power play goals 58 seconds apart later in the first. Weidman from Holscher and Yetman as those guys connected again. Howarth from Weidman and Holscher also on the power play, and that gave the Fuel a 2-1 to one lead going into the first intermission. Kale Howarth, second of the night from Chase Lang and Alex Weidman, again on the power play, 86 seconds into the second, made it a 3-1 to one lead, and then Chase Lang at 4.55 of the second period scored the Fuel's fourth power play goal of the night, Holscher and Weidman with the assists. Kalamazoo drew within two twice, once on a goal by Logan Lambden at 150 of the third. That was answered by Spencer Watson's first goal of the year from Cam Backer and Jan Mondot. Matty Acapelli had a late power play goal for the K-Wings to draw them within 5-3, to three, but 
That was it. Alex Weidman with a four-point night, a goal and three assists. Mitchell Holscher with three assists, giving him a 5.5 assist weekend. Kale Howarth, a pair of goals. Chase Lang, a goal and an assist for the fuel. And of course, Spencer Watson scoring his first of the year. And Mitchell Weeks makes 31 saves for his second win in net in as many nights. So an excellent opening to the season. And the power play especially was tremendous, going 6-for-11 in the first two games of the year. And the Fuel also win twice, despite surrendering the first goal in each game. As we mentioned earlier, Keone Takshara was named the captain of the Indy Fuel. Keone is in his fourth year with the Fuel, his fifth year in the ECHL, and has grown as a leader and just a tremendous hockey player. Last year, he and Kirill Chaika both tied for the team record with a plus 18 plus minus. And when Keone came into the league as a rookie with Wichita five years ago, he was an elite power play quarterback, and he has continued to just add tools to his game. And last year earned his first call up to the American Hockey League, where he got to play in his home state in San Jose and then has come back to Indy and is leading this team so far to two wins and wearing the C for the second consecutive year. Here is our conversation with the Indy Fuels captain, Keone Teixeira. What's the feeling of opening night? You've spent six months training, kind of getting ready for tonight, watching the team come together. What is kind of the emotion, the, uh, the the feeling in the room, and for yourself as well, just finally able to get out there and play a game? Yeah, it's definitely very exciting. Like you said, we train all summer for this. You're working really hard. You know, you're training off the ice, on the ice, eating well, and you know, come into camp and work hard the last two weeks here. So everyone's excited in the room. We're just ready to get the season started and get after it. You know, Thirteen guys on tonight's roster that were as part of this team last year. How much does it help to have so much familiarity with guys that you've had a chance to play with and, and a nice core of players already together? Yeah, I think that goes a long way. And, you know, we, we built a lot of character in the last mm-hmm. season here. And uh, we went through a lot of ups and downs. And to have some of those guys back this year to start the season, it, it's a great feeling to know that you can trust your guys and you have the chemistry built with them from the previous season. So it's, it's definitely very exciting. How much did the way you guys finished last year springboard you into the off season and now into tonight? Yeah, we had a cup, cup, tough couple months last year. And, you know, being able to finish the year strong like we did, uh, it's definitely very exciting to see where we can pick up where we left off and hit the ground running. Yeah, how much were you involved in recruiting guys and, and kind of keeping the band together this year? Uh, not, too, not too much, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, that's all mm-hmm. Coach Dunks, and, you know, he did a really good job of recruiting guys mm-hmm. and bringing in some high-end talent. So I think we have a very skilled and fast mm-hmm. team this year, and I'm excited to see what we can accomplish. Second year as captain, uh, what did you learn last year, and what does it mean to you to wear the C on your sweater? Um, it's, it's definitely an honor. I mean, to have these guys, um, you know, backing me up through this whole process, and to have them be able to trust me, I take a lot of honor and pride in that. And I, I just want to try to set the best example as I can, and lead by example on and off the ice. And um, it's definitely very exciting. Fifth year in the league, fourth year here with Indy. How has your game evolved as a defenseman, as a player, from your first year with Wichita to now? Yeah, I think it's matured a lot. And- in regards to, you know, picking when to jump in the rush and, you know, knowing when to stay back. And my defensive game, I think, you know, Coach Duncan and, you know, even Doug and Andy Contoys in the past couple of years, they really helped develop my defensive game and my habits uh, defensively. And I think I, I'm just maturing as a player, and I continue to work on that, and I'm excited to see what I can do. As somebody who's uh, been a power play quarterback, as you have for so long, the, the collection of guys you have to play with, uh, especially on that unit, and, yeah, how much fun is it to 
to be in the back end distributing the puck with with the guys that you have up front? Yeah, it's awesome. We have some incredible skill, like I said, and it, it's so cool to see what these guys can do on the ice and how talented they are. And you know, it makes my job a little easier too when they can come down and you know put one under the bar. So um, I'm excited to see what these guys can accomplish this year, and I'm excited for the group we have. And as well, it looks like the roster that's together. It looks like there's a nice mix of skill players, some guys that can play a heavy game. Guy, you know, defenseman can rush the puck, stay at home guys. Is that a way you guys feel like you can play any style because you're such a versatile team? Yeah, absolutely. I think that we have um, a lot of you know different players in the locker room, you know, all the way from the high end skill guys to guys who are going to play hard in the corners and you know be tough in front of the nets. And I think having a well rounded team like that really helps you throughout the entire season because you can play, like you said, to any you know style of game you want to play. You want to play run and gun, we'll play run and gun. You want to play defensive shutdown, we can do that as well. So um, I think it's very nice to have all those kind of attributes on our team, and I'm excited to see you know how how it pans out throughout the year yeah, opening with a division game tonight division game tomorrow uh, yeah, how important are these games because you're playing quality teams and even starting an opening night it's essentially a four-point game every time out yeah absolutely I mean starting the season you know getting wins is huge I mean uh, we've talked about in the locker room and you know that's our goal to get as many wins as we possibly can to start here I think that you know leads down into the stretch and to making playoffs and setting ourselves up nice for playoffs so um, we're hoping for a great start to the season and try to get a couple wins on our belt early what was your offseason like what what have you been doing the last six months getting ready for this year yeah I spent a majority of my summer in Portland Oregon Mm -hmm. you know training there Um, I was able to train with the Winterhawks back home and get a nice to them so that was a lot of fun seeing some old faces that I knew and uh, have a great trainer out there so they just been training a lot, took a couple of vacations, and uh, just, you know, build-up has been uh, a long time waited now, so excited to get back out there. A bunch of Winterhawks alumni get together and train in Portland? Uh, or is, yeah. yeah, there's a couple guys that still live there, Tyler Walterspoon and Sven Barchi still live there, so we'll hang out and skate and train together, so it's been a lot of fun the past couple summers there. Nice to have that connection back with your junior team and the coaches, and a program that really helped develop you to where you are today. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, they're the reasons I'm here today, so, I mean, you know, I learned so much while my while I was there in my time in Portland and to be able to transition that into pro has been uh, really easy for me because they, they treated us like pros there and they really took care of us so going back there to see, see all the coaches and the staff and whatnot it's uh, it's always very welcoming and uh, friendly and nice to see everybody. As a captain especially with some of the young guys coming in you know, what's your role in helping acclimate them to what pro hockey is like and, and, and also just the city and the team? Yeah I mean uh, coming out of junior or college into pro it's, it's a bigger step it's a lot faster decisions are made quicker it's a lot more physical so you know helping them through that process I mean most of these kids coming in now are so talented and they pick it up pretty quick but um, you know just try to encourage them and you know make sure they stay with it and uh, not, not to get discouraged because it is a hard league and you know uh, it's it's not too you know far off from the American League in my in my opinion so I think that um, to make sure their confidence is there and make sure they keep pushing through even through the you know tough patches that you're going to have during season is uh, I mean at least what I try to help out with. Well, thanks Keone good luck tonight. Yeah no problem thank you Andrew. Cindy. That was Keone Teixeira, an interview we did right before the first game against Fort Wayne last Friday night. That'll do it for us on this edition of the Under the Hood podcast. Again, a reminder, the fuel on the road this weekend, October 29th and 30th in Reading, 7 o'clock on Saturday, 3 o'clock on Sunday. My friend Eric Jesberger will have the call for you on Flow Hockey, and then... 
the fuel back home on Friday, November 4th against the Iowa Heartlanders for Military Appreciation Night and Saturday, November 5th against the Kalamazoo Wings for USAC Racing Night and Turn Back the Clock Night. Get your tickets for those games at 317-925-FUEL or all Ticketmaster outlets. You can get ticket info as well at IndieFuelHockey.com and don't forget, reserve your full or partial season tickets as well with the Fuel by calling 317-925-FUEL and speaking with one of our outstanding ticket reps and secure your seat at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum for a lot of exciting hockey this year. Of course, we'll have the broadcast of all the home games as well on Flow Hockey and our audio stream, which you can find at IndieFuelHockey.com. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Under the Hood podcast, the inaugural one for the 2022-23 season. I am Andrew Smith. We will see you at the rink. Thanks for going Under the Hood with the Indie Fuel. For more, keep visiting IndieFuelHockey.com.